0: chapter nine of baseball joe at yale by lester tadwick this librivox recording is in the public domain reading by donald cummings chapter nine the shampoo football was in the air on every side was the talk of it and around the college on the streets leading to the gridiron and in the cars that took the students out there to watch the practice could be heard little else but snatches of conversation about punts and forward passes, the chances for this end or that fullback, how the Bulldogs sized up against Princeton and Harvard. Of course Joe was interested in this, and he was among the most loyal supporters of the team, going out to the practice and cheering when the varsity made a touchdown against the luckless scrub. "'We're going to have a great team,' declared Ricky, as he walked back from practice with Joe one day. "'I'm sure I hope so,' spoke our hero. "'Have you had a chance?' "'Well, I'm one of the subs, and I've reported every day. They kept us tackling the dummy for quite a while, and I think I got the eye of one of the coaches. But there are so many fellows trying, and such competition, that I don't know. It's a fierce fight,' and Ricky sighed. "'Never mind,' consoled Joe. "'You'll make good, I'm sure. I'll have my troubles when the baseball season opens.' I guess it won't be easy to get on the nine. Well, maybe not, if you insist on being a pitcher, said Ricky. I hear that Weston, who twirled last season, is in line for it again. Weston? Does he pitch? gasped Joe. It was the first time he had heard, or thought to ask, what position the lad held who had sneered at him. That's his specialty, declared Ricky. They're depending on him for the Yale-Princeton game. Princeton took the odd game last year, and we it this. I hope we get it, murmured Joe. And so Ford Weston pitches, eh? If it comes to a contest between us, I'm afraid it'll be a bitter one. He hates me already. I guess he thinks I've got a swelled head. Say, look here, Joe, exclaimed Ricky, with a curious look on his face. You don't seem to know the ropes here. You're a freshman, you know. Sure, I know that. What of it? Lots. You know that you haven't got a ghost of a show to be pitcher on the Varsity, don't you? Know it. Do you mean that Weston can so work things as to keep me off? Not Weston, no. But the rules themselves are against you. It's utterly impossible that you should pitch this year. Why? What rules? I didn't know I was ineligible. Well, you are. Listen, Joe under the intercollegiate rules no freshman can play on the varsity baseball nine let alone being the pitcher he can't and joe stood aghast no it's out of the question i supposed you knew that or i'd have mentioned it before joe was silent for a moment his heart seemed almost to stop beating he felt as though the floor of the room was sinking from under his feet i i never thought to ask about rules said joe slowly I took it for granted that yale was like other smaller universities that any fellow could play on the varsity if he could make it not at yale or any of the big universities went on ricky in softened tones for he saw that joe was much affected you see the rule was adopted to prevent the ringing in of a semi-professional who might come here for a few months qualify as a freshman and play on the varsity you've got to be a sophomore at least before you can hope to make the big team and then, of course, it's up to you to make a fight for the pitcher's box. Once more Joe was silent. His hopes had been suddenly crushed, and, in a measure, it was his own fault, for he had taken too much for granted. He felt a sense of bitterness, bitterness that he had allowed himself to be persuaded to come to Yale against his own wishes. And yet he knew that it would never have done to have gone against his parents. They had their hearts set on a college course for him, hang it all exclaimed joe as he paced up and down why didn't i think to make some inquiries it would have been better agreed ricky but there's no great harm done you can play on the freshman team this coming season and then when you're a soph you can go on that team and you'll be in line for the varsity you can play on the junior team if you like and they have some smashing good games once in a while but it isn't the varsity lamented joe no but look here, old man, you've got to take things as they come. I don't want to preach, but... That's all right. Slam it into me, exclaimed Joe. I need it. I deserve it. It'll do me good. I won't be so cock-sure next time. But I hoped to make the varsity this season. It'll be better for you in the end not to have done so, went on his friend. You need more practice than you have had to take your place on the big team. A season with the freshmen will give it to you. "'You'll learn the ropes better, "'get imbued with some of the Yale spirit, "'and you'll be more of a man. "'It's no joke, I tell you, to pitch on the varsity.' "'No, I imagine not,' agreed Joe, slowly. "'Then, I suppose there's no use of me "'trying to even get my name down on a sort of waiting list.' "'Not until you see how you make out on the freshman team,' "'agreed Ricky. "'You'll be watched there, so look out for yourself. "'The old players, who act as coaches,' "'are always on the lookout for promising material. "'You'll be sized up when you aren't expecting it. "'And not only will they watch to see how you play ball, "'but how you act under all sorts of crossfire and in emergencies. "'It isn't going to be any cinch.' "'No, I can realize that,' replied Joe. "'And so Weston has been through the mill and made good?' "'He's been through the mill, sure enough,' agreed Ricky. "'But just how good he's made will have to be judged later.' he wasn't such a wonder last season there's something queer about him said joe how's that why if he's only a soph this year he must have been a freshman last and yet he pitched on the varsity i understand Westinge is a peculiar case said ricky i heard some of the fellows discussing it he's classed as a soph, but he ought really to be a junior this is his third year here he's a smart chap in some things but he got conditioned in others and in some studies he is still taking the soph lectures, while in others he's with the juniors. He was partly educated abroad, it seems, and that put him ahead of lots of us in some things. So while he was rated with a freshman in some studies last year, he was enough of a sophomore to comply with the intercollegiate rules and pitch on the varsity. He did well, so they said. "'I wish fate handed me out something like that,' mused Joe. "'If I'd known that,' I'd have boned away on certain things so as to get a sophomore rating, at least enough to get on the Big Nine. Why, don't you intend to stay at Yale? asked Ricky. A year soon passes. You'll be a sophomore before you know it. I wish I was in Rustin's shoes, said Joe softly. Since that meeting on the campus, when the sophomore had not recognized Joe, the two had not encountered each other, and Joe was glad enough of it i'm glad i didn't meet him in riverside thought joe it won't make it so hard here when it comes to a showdown for i'm going to make the nine the varsity nine if not this year the next and he shut his teeth in determination meanwhile matters were gradually adjusting themselves to the new conditions of affairs at yale at least as regards joe and the other freshmen the congenial spirits in the red shack increased by some newcomers had in a measure found themselves recitations and lectures began their regular routine and though some of the latter were cut and though often in the interests of football the report of not prepared was made still on the whole joe and his chums did fairly well joe perhaps because of his lack of active interest in football as was the case with his roommate spike did better than the others as regards lessons Yet it did not come easy to Joe to buckle down to the hard and exacting work of a college course, as compared to the rather easy methods in vogue at Excelsior Hall. Joe was not a natural student, and to get a certain amount of comparatively dry knowledge into his head required hours of faithful work. I'm willing to make a try of it for the sake of the folks, he confided to Spike, but I know I'm never going to set the river on fire with classics or math i'm next door to hating them i want to play baseball well i can't blame you in a way admitted his chum. of course baseball isn't all there is to life though i do like it myself it's going to be my business in life said joe simply and spike realized then if never before the all-absorbing hold the great game had on his friend to joe baseball was as much of a business or a profession if you like as the pulpit was to a divinity student or the courts to a member of the law school the yale football team began his triumphant career and the expectations of the friends of the eleven were fully realized to his delight ricky played part of a game and there was no holding him afterward i've got the chance to buck the princeton tiger he declared the head coach said i did well good cried joe "'wondering if he would have such fine luck "'when the baseball season started. "'Affairs at the Red Shack went on smoothly, "'and at the Mush and Milk Club, "'which the freshmen had dubbed their eating joint, "'there were many assemblings of congenial spirits. "'Occasionally there was a session at Glory's, "'a session that lasted far into the night, "'though Joe and his roommate did not hold forth at many such. "'It's bad for the head the next day,' declared Spike and he was strictly abstemious in his habits, as was Joe. But not all the crowd at the Red Shack were in this class, and often there were disturbances at early hours of the morning. College songs howled under the windows with more or less harmony, and appeals to Joe and the others to stick out their heads. "'I think we'll get ours soon,' spoke Spike one night, as he and Joe sat at the center table of the room, studying. "'Our what?' drill i heard that a lot of the freshmen were caught down the street this evening and made to walk spanish they're beginning the shampoo too the shampoo what's that an ancient and honorable yale institution in which the candidate is head massaged with a bucket of paste or something else paste or what you're allowed your choice i believe paste for mine it's easier to get out of your hair if you take it in time that's right. I'm with you, but, er, uh, how about a fight? It's up to you. Lots of the freshmen stand them off. It's allowed, if you like. Then I say, fight, exclaimed Joe. I'm not going to be shampooed in that silly fashion, if I can help it. Then we'll stand them off, questioned Spike. Sure, as long as we can, declared Joe. Though if they bring too big a bunch against us, we'll probably get the worst of it. "'Very likely. But we can have the satisfaction of punching some of the softs. I'm with you.' "'Where'll they do it?' "'No telling. They may catch us on the street, or they may come here. For choice—' Spike paused and held up his hand for silence. There was a noise in the hall, in the direction of the front door. Then came the voice of Ricky Hanover, saying, "'No, you don't. I've got the bulge on you. No monkey business here.' get away from that door fresh shouted someone half angrily or we'll bust it in give em the shampoo both of em yelled another you don't get in here cried ricky i say his voice was drowned out in a crash and a moment later there was a sound of a struggle here they come said spike in a low voice let's take off our coats proposed joe in the same tone if we're going to fight i want to be ready End of chapter 9